So the big question is this, how do value-obsessed leaders ascend their business and life to world-class levels of effectiveness, even if they're inside a bureaucracy or starting from scratch with absolutely no capital? That is the question, and this podcast is going to bring you the answer. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is the Terminal Value Podcast. Welcome to the Terminal Value Podcast. So today is going to be another educational episode. And what I'm going to be doing is talking about applying some management consulting frameworks to your entrepreneurial business. For those of you who are watching the video, I'm going to be switching over to my whiteboards. Bear with me just a moment. And so here we have our title slide, Applying Our Management Consulting Frameworks to Entrepreneurship. And if you're listening on uh, audio, uh, just please check this out on the YouTube channel. There will be a link uh, right there in the show notes. Okay, so the first framework that I'm going to look at is the classical Boston Consulting Group 2 by 2 matrix. And this is where you look at the growth of a business or a business segment on the vertical axis. And well, BCG originally did it where you would look at your market share on the bottom axis, but I looked at your margins or essentially your profit margin or gross margin on the bottom axis. Uh, the reason being that if you're talking in entrepreneurship, market share is not that relevant to the metric because there are very few entrepreneurs who have enough market share to be meaningful in the conversation. But this uh, framework is still extremely illustrative. And so obviously the best place to be is the high growth, high market share. This is the proverbial star category. And whenever you are in this type of place, you invest. And for an entrepreneur, what this means is this is when you would want to borrow. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs have a lot of anxiety about knowing when to take on debt to invest in their business. And generally speaking, if you have a situation where you have a high growth, high margin opportunity, that is your best opportunity to employ leverage to be able to optimize your business because you will likely be able to more than cover your cost of capital and you'll be able to earn a multiple on top of that. On the other side, if we have a low growth, low margin business, this is what is called the dog, the dog quadrant. So this is where you want to divest. And this is actually a place where a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs run into trouble because they will have a low growth, low margin base for their business, and they'll be afraid to walk away from the revenue. But the problem is that low margins don't give you very much cash flow to be able to invest in growth. The thing that you have to do if you're being uh, really mindful is you have to divest, also known as exit, these, uh, these segments of your business. And this can be really hard, but it's really necessary if you are going to optimize your business structure. The next one to take a look at is your low growth, high margin business. This is what they refer to as a cash cow. And this is less common in entrepreneurial circles, although it does exist. What you normally do with a cash cow is you know, for a cash cow, you want to try to maximize cash flow. And the reason for this is because what this category does is this lets you finance uh, investments. What, what you'll wanna do is you want to use this 
um, you know, you, you'll, you'll want to use your cash, your, your cash that you generate from here to finance your investments in the higher growth areas. And this gets us to the high growth, low margin segment. And in these cases, what you need, what, what you want to figure out how to do is you want to figure out how you can cost optimize. This can frequently be done by automating, by cost reducing, or by offshoring. What we have here is really a concise playbook for what actions you want to take with your, uh, for your business or business segments, depending on where it's at. So the first thing you want to do is evaluate your business and figure out, okay, you know, what, a, what is its growth profile? And then what are, you know, and then what is the profit margin rate? Uh, so in a lot of cases, what happens is number of service type of businesses will usually tend to be, at the very beginning, a lot of times they'll be high growth, low margin because you'll be doing everything yourself. You manually market, et cetera. So this will be you know, stage one, right? And then stage two will be where you eventually, you kind of hit your growth with stride. You get to where you have, you've grown your business to as, as high as you can without bringing in a lot of extra people. And you'll get to where you have low growth, but pretty high margins. And then at this point, what will happen is either, you know, is you will either figure out how to get yourself into the high growth, high margin territory by smartly investing in growth acceleration, or you'll end up degrading into low cost, into low growth, low margin territory, you know, either due to cost creep, or you might start losing some accounts or, you know, one way or the other. So the thing that's important with the evolution of your business is, you know, you're almost certainly going to start growing pretty quick without a lot of margins. You will almost certainly progress to leveling off your growth and having much better margins. So then the whole question is going to be, how do you get, you know, how do you make sure that you end up in the fourth quadrant, you know, the star quadrant instead of the dog quadrant? And that is actually where another management consulting framework comes in. And this is the product mix matrix. One of the ways that uh, a number of uh, groups also look at the way that the company will build its product portfolio, how do you split between new product, between current products and new products and current markets and new markets? Well, one of the things that I've always uh, kind of disliked about this framework is that it is heavily biased towards established companies. Because anytime that you are a new company, you always start here in new, uh, new products in a new market. When you are starting out, you have a new product or service that's in a new market to you. You don't have an established market. So this is always step one. And you have to understand that this right here is the highest risk area. Uh, so whenever new products into a new market, that is usually where you end up having the highest risk. Well, once you get established, then what will end up happening is you'll end up in the current products in a current market quadrant. And so if we go back to our prior, um, our prior, uh, prior framework, what will end up happening is, right, if we say new products, new market, that is when you start right here, tend, you'll be high growth, low margin. And then once you level out, when you go to 
high margin, so low growth, high margin, that is usually when you get to this quadrant in the product matrix. You have, you have current market and current products. So now the question is going to be, how do you grow? Do you try to take your current products out to new markets? Or do you take new products into your current market? And you can be successful with either route, with either way. And so when you're doing this analysis, what you want to try to figure out is what are the growth prospects? What are the margin prospects? Where, what's the risk look like? And are you able to find mentors? So because the growth journey for any business, it follows a very, you know, a very similar progression. You're always going to start with having to put new products into new markets. This is what they call diversification. And generally speaking, you want to avoid this quadrant right here. Avoid it if at all possible, except when you're starting because then you can't avoid it. So once you've established current products in a current market, the way you grow is either by finding new markets for your current products or bringing new products to your current market. This is one of the, the things, the leadership challenges that you will have as an entrepreneur is to, fit, is to adjust your strategy and figure out which way you want to go. Generally speaking, I think for most small businesses, I think that taking new products to your current market is usually the best strategy. The reason being that most small and medium-sized businesses are built on what I call affinity. Meaning that instead of affinity to a product, a service, or a brand, in a lot of cases, you will develop affinity with the person who is representing the brand. And I'll take a very high-profile brand example. Tony Robbins has a billion-dollar brand, but the reason why he grows and the reason why he's so successful is because people have affinity with Tony Robbins. In, in a different way, Grant Cardone does the exact same thing. And so what he does is he figures out how to, you know, basically how to bring new products and new services to his current market. You know, and in fact, this, this right here, this is what this top area where, where you're optimizing your current market, this is what the expert business is all about. You know, this is the proverbial you know, Russell Brunson expert secrets. The expert business is all about maximizing value for your current market. But when you get into more corporate structures, what a lot of companies will try to do is maximize the value for their current products. For example, you think about a pharmaceutical company that has multiple billions of dollars invested in, you know, in certain compounds or, you know, say, or petrochemical companies, what they want to do is they want to find as many markets as possible for their products. So generally speaking, if you have highly expensive product R&D, that's usually where you will want to optimize for products. If your business is built around affinity with the proprietor or with a brand, then that's where you want to optimize for your current market. So when you bear all this in mind, what it does is it actually gives you a really powerful set of tools 
for growing and um, you know for growing and evolving your business. So what I'd love you to do is please leave comments and let me know what you think. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, please comment. If, if you're listening on my website, terminalvalue.biz, and go to the contact section, and then leave me a comment. And, and of course, please go to terminalvalue.biz so you can see all the free content and free offers that I have for you to help you be successful in your business or career. Uh, so anyway, I really appreciate you giving me your time, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Please feel free to visit me online at www.terminalvalue.biz where you can subscribe, find me on social, and then we can connect and just keep the conversation going. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of Life, LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.